it's so it's so hot by the way the uh the fucking air uh we had somebody come in to check out the air conditioner to just like do maintenance on it and make sure that it's working well because like the air is because it's like hot all the time and the air is bad in california and so it's like hey let's just have a routine check-in and then like two days later the air conditioner broke it's like all right well that's fucking suspicious <laughs> what that what is did you, suspicious. what did you do sir can't help but I would wonder call a different person to come fix that problem <laughs> and if you didn't do anything it, why didn't you spot that it was gonna break today yeah after? it broke but like now t- today it's so hot it's like oh it's gonna cook Very in this sorry. room all day come to portugal we have cakes it's okay. We have cakes uh, here. That's not really the selling point. You think we, we well, had the, the uh, but it's also cool. What was it? Uh, I forget what it was called. The polar uh, vortex. Yeah, polar vortex. See that? No. What? Well, that what? Oh, oh there was a uh, on... no. So no. So there was a uh, there's a news article that came out saying like the uh, the polar vortex. Uh, up north of us of north north america at least is uh about to unleash basically just like a this year's winter is gonna be devastatingly cold so, like new york's gonna um, get obliterated again yes new york's did gonna the, be like, happen, destroyed like, texas is gonna something? be destroyed uh no no it's gonna be worse than that this is the uh this is the every every four years uh winter is bad in the north america thing or at least so california like has Thrones. like the wettest we have the wettest winters every four years. There is just no answer of where to move to. <laughs> uh, yes, you it's just all need wrong to answers. move. You need to move to uh, Portugal, an island, an island, but, so that it can be yes. wiped off the map a year later. Yes. Womp womp. Well, yeah, that was cakes? our that was our routine check in with uh, AAA gaming, as usual. Not particularly encouraging as a just as a general concept. I think it was half and half. It's it's like Uh, I mean half and half half of it was new games. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm saying like (laughs) the 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 good half was the new games. The the bad half was the the not good games. I mean, a lot of the new games looked bad. Some of them. Tom Clancy's Rudy Tootie remnant crossover. Deathwire, Ghostwire. Yeah, that one didn't look very promising. That game's gonna but have Deathloop is looking memorable name problems. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Deathloop has like advertising problems where a lot of people thought that it was a multiplayer game, and even I thought that you played as the lady. So there's a lot. Oh, of just, they might. This trailer brought surprises to people all around. <laughs> a lot of people thought Did it was either a co-op with... game or a competitive game. I wonder if people confuse it with the other arcane game that they're making. What are they making? Um, the multiplayer one. It's called Redfall. Yeah, it doesn't help that it's called, you know, two words put together. I mean, that's that just what names separate. are apparently. But yeah, like they're they're remarkably Ooh. unmemorable. Just like how Deathloop, we continually are struggling to remember the name of the game that had the Scissors Lady. <laughs> yeah. Something wire... It's the wire. <laughs> it the ghost wire, I think. Ghost wire the whip. <laughs> it looked a little bit uh, kind of pants, but it could be good. You never know. Yeah, I just I was interested in the monsters. I guess yeah, both the yeah. the bayonetta looking game and ghost wire both had like oh monsters that I want to see more of. What's their deal? Near Automata Which, too. 
was it's a good what it it's was. easy to get me in on that just show me a bunch of monsters and then we were like what's that thing's deal i want to see what's up with that guy i want to see it move hmm. around and do things <laughs> it's like a selling point for me but yeah mm-hmm. it's like a first person <laughs> power shooter so it might not be very interesting ultimately but i almost forgot about the yeah, bayonetta game right. the bayonetta game might be okay if it if it at least his boss fights looked okay that was really it's really sad when they showed that weird hallway se- segment in like the subway where he's, she's just like button mashing on like one enemy in really boring fashion it's like uh don't put that part in the game this sounds like that part's bad delete that level <laughs> don't <laughs> if, if if that's all of the gameplay between the boss fights then make it a boss rush because don't waste my time because, yeah, you or, watch you watch Bayonetta and uh, Devil May Cry footage, and it's not like that, where you're just like, I'm slowly whacking away at a guy in a hallway, and we're just standing here with our feet on the ground. I never, yeah, I don't know. I never played Bayonetta. There's Oops. no pull my devil trigger there. I mean, the fucking... The Devil May, Devil May Cry 5 combat was so fucking over the top and ridiculous, and also just draining that... There was entire chunks of the playthrough where I couldn't talk during combat because every single part of my brain was like firing at once. Like I was having like I was having some kind of like aneurysm or something or whatever it's called. Cause the uh hmm. it was like an actual like it was kind of a nightmare. But uh it was uh I think specifically Dante at this point has such a bloated moveset that he's like incredibly difficult to control when you're trying because a core mechanic of De- of Devil May Cry is that it has the Tony Hawk combo system, which means every time you do the same moves, they're they're worth less, and you're also trying to continually oh. combo all the time. So basically, half the fights are a test of how much of the overall move set you can do in one fight. Like you're trying to not repeat the same moves and go down all these different paths and use all your different powers. And Dante in particular has like four stances and four weapons. And so it's just, it's it's too much for me. <laughs> but then Nero yep. is such a comfortable character for me to play because he's just a hack and slash dude that has a decent number of tricks with like the gun juggling and the air moves and all that and the dashes. But then he has a, specifically his gimmick is he has an extendo arm, like gum gum, <laughs> like, like, a, like a Luffy from One Piece thing where he extends mm-hmm. his arm and he can grab people and pull them to him so he can continue his combos it's just like it's a lot like Tony Hawk, actually, where like every sequel of Tony Hawk was like, now we added uh, reverts, which means that you when you go to the bot, when you land in a half pipe, if you revert, then that can combo up to the other side of the half pipe and continue your combo. Now we added spine transfers and manuals and all that other stuff like you just kept every game, every sequel for a while. And Tony Hawk had one new mechanic that would help ex- extend your combos in a new way. And like mm-hmm. Nero is just that design philosophy, but for Devil May Cry. We're like, ah, we made a new we made a new Dante, and this Dante has an extendo arm that lets him pull people to him or pull himself to things, which partly lets him do some platforming nonsense that's not that interesting, but also lets him do like, oh, there's a gap between you and the enemy. Continue that combo by bringing him to you, or bring, or if he's a big guy, bring yourself to him, and so you can like do interesting stuff with that. And so like he's just he's just fucking chef's kiss, like such a great character to play. But then the uh, they added a character called V, and he also breaks my brain because he's he's a summoner. He summons like three different demons, and each of your face mm. buttons on your controller does combos for each of the three separate demons. 
so you memorize button <laughs> like button rhythm pressing sequences to oh, control no. all three of the demons simultaneously <laughs> Oh, meanwhile, you're just walking. Meanwhile, like you're nightmare. just walking around with the joysticks, and you're like watching the fight from a distance. And you can like, you can do stuff like sit there and like read a book or play music and shit like that, and like do like these charge up things that kind of make the thing go better, like a bard almost. But you, but all of the face buttons are you controlling the demons independently of each other and using them to clear up the fight. And it's like, it's so fucking weird that it's hard to even explain how it controlled. But I knew that it was like deeply overwhelming to try to let's play on top of because it was so it was a, it was a thing i'd never done before in a game basically is try to control mm -hmm. anything that way yeah that sounds that sounds like a nightmare honestly the the i controlling multiple things at the same time it's difficult at the best yeah, of times. but that's where the genre is at so you show me some lady slowly hacking at a tentacle monster in a hallway and i'm like is this is this and like in the remnant Space verse Cthulhu. is this a remnant from the ashes is this a loot grinder the moment you showed Space me that Cthulhu i'm like was good i'm really worried about why a game included that yeah the the uh <laughs> getting launched out of the death space de the dead space uh satellite and seeing a cthulhu on the entire uh building was cool and it makes me wonder how that stuff will turn out and I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> amused by that world seemingly having a fascination with every every everyone having being a biological uh, a biological chainsaw, <laughs> which is just <laughs> it the does that a lot, thing. doesn't it? Yeah, there was several biological chainsaw monsters, and also monsters that have like a hole going through their heads, which I guess is like the inside of the ring of the chainsaw. And it's like, why? What the fuck? Why? <laughs> I guess the consistency uh does a good job at suggesting the idea that there's like a continuation uh, like a continual evolution in this universe like the monsters have continuity from one to another which makes them believable as being in the same universe it does it does smack me as a, as just sort of like a personal preference from the artists because chainsaws aren't even they're they're anybody that's a, that has ever operated a chainsaw knows that they're terrible at cutting things they're astronomically difficult to uh, to operate if you don't know what they're doing, and they, they just get they snag up on everything, like the the whole trope it's of like, somebody it's a lot of wear and tear to... for an organism to have too. Oh yeah, that too. But like, if somebody comes at you with a chainsaw, if they hit you in the clothes, you're you're probably gonna be fine. Like you you're gonna need to get out of the way because that thing's gonna yeah, hit it's, you. Yeah, it's very much a movie a movie yeah, weapon. Yeah, that doesn't really yeah. reflect like its usefulness. So it's just like an artistic thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those full ones. It's it's a silly thing, mm -hmm. which is like yeah. that's that that's the type of thing that makes me think, oh yeah, it is going to be a fun character action game because character action games are fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> like Nero and his extendo arm. What I forgot to mention is that fucking Nero has a motorcycle sword. <laughs> what? His sword, what? the handle twists like the throttle of a motorcycle, and it and oh. it shifts gears. <laughs> He has gears. What, that's not what the that's not what the motorcycle does. <laughs> and I, I can't even tell you what it actually does realistically. All I know is it makes his sword swordier somehow, and like it, it like starts flaming and shit, and it makes motorcycle noises, and it's very that's satisfying. But it's but it's incomprehensible, and I love Nero so much. I love him more than Dante. I don't give a shit. I mean, it does sound good to have a sword, and then you're like, wing wing. That is pretty good. I know people but will be like, gears. oh, it's Raiden. Uh, it's the Raiden of Devil May Cry. But I like, I like Nero so much more than Dante. 
Wow, He's great. hot takes only on this uh, I love podcast. Him. I, I was a I was a bit amused by the fact that ever they they did a reboot of Dumb I Cry that people got very angry about, and it was mostly for the. I think especially if you look back at it now, after having a fucking outrage cycle every month for video games, you're like, that was probably really stupid, wasn't it? That was probably really mostly pointless outrage that was perpetuated by frustrating, irritating people. And it's like, oh, man, the the combo system might be slightly different or uh, they slightly changed the appearance of the character. There's like a little bit of a fuck you in uh, Devil May Cry 5 that I noticed, which is that. They went back to the original Dante design, and it's like a direct sequel to the pre- to the previous games, as opposed to being a reboot like the reboot was. But now Nero looks like Devil May Cry, uh, like the reboot Dante. <laughs> like they they gave him a haircut and also basically the personality of the Devil May Cry reboot DMC Devil May Cry Dante. So it's like, haha, he's still here. He just has white hair now. <laughs> he's here to stay, and you can't get rid of him. Yeah, it also doesn't break character though, because he was like he was like the 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 uh, slightly he's like the arms reach sort of uh, slightly edgy but uh, totally a heart of gold uh, anime protagonist in the previous game, and then everything about the world around him was a lie and bad 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 bad. So by the time you see him again, it makes sense that he'd be acting like that brooding mm. douchebag by then because uh that's that arc are you sure it's totally hard of gold or is it just people not holding him accountable because that happens a lot uh well he doesn't do that much wrong he's just like he's in the in the in devil may cry 4 he's mostly just kind of edgy like he's just kind of rude uh mm-hmm. but he's actually like but he's the one that's going out of his way to like save a bunch of people and like when the crises start happening and everything so he's just kind of a dick but it wasn't actually up to mm-hmm. anything bad specifically. And if anything, mm-hmm. yeah. part of why he was a dick was because the church uh, would be after him because he has a demon arm and the church is, uh, well, about as well presented. It's about the usual evil Christian church that you're used to seeing in most Japanese mm-hmm. games that did have that that vague yeah. Final Fantasy thing that's like, this looks like a lot like Christianity, but we're not going to call it that. But it sure seems a lot like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, final boss is a pope. Go kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Devil May Cry as a franchise a lot. That Rats game was secretly a Final Fantasy game. Even though I'm a weirdo that just plays them once. The real fans what? play Devil May Cry you... games like six times and you keep going Why? up through the difficulties one by one. And, and Why then you would you play the... it more than once though? Is it's it, not a, is it a looter game? That's no, a, that's a very good question. No, there's a le- there's a level up system, but it's just like you just buy all of his moves, and it only takes like a playthrough or two to fully flesh that out. But no, it's mm-hmm. just the escalating difficulties. The final difficulty levels uh, involve you having to beat the entire mission without getting hit because you die in one hit, mm. and it's all about getting those S ranks. So you do the Tony Hawk comboing where you're trying to like get you're trying to get your 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 the best possible scores for every fight throughout the entire mission but also getting so good at the game eventually that you can just beat the entire mission without taking a single hit at all do you and then and they show know? every single they like in devil may cry 4 specifically they show all the levels as a vertical list they in a mission select screen and then the difficulties are shown left or right so you can see the letter grade you have on every level on every difficulty and you just try to turn the entire grid into s's 
Mm. Why? I, I get because they're, they're you, obsessive enough. Not, yeah, that's I'm pretty, not my. I'm. I'll, I'll not play the like one difficulty higher than standard and be like, "That was fun." Bye. Do you know? Do you know why they the there's so many games with S ranking and like A B C D E and then an S at the top? Something Japanese that they do. Mm-hmm. It's their school system. Is like that. Wait, wait, other S ranks, other S ranks yeah. in Japanese schools? Yes, yes, absolutely. I did not know that. And there's what? S stars as well. And what do you it's mean like S ranks. Yeah, the like the reason why video games you can have get an S a, B, grade C, D in Japan? of school. Japan? Yeah, uh, yeah, you can. So basically it's like it's really weird cuz you start to th wait a minute. So Dark Souls has has all these rankings and all that and it's uh, school. It's just school. It's what you do in school. Oh my! My Ichi Katana is an S de dexterity, and it's it's cool. <laughs> oh, I looked right. it up a wait. few. Uh, a wait, a can few weeks you get ago. S? I don't remember. Can you get S rank in on Dark Souls weapons? A, oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you can tell how loud I, can tell you, I am these days. Like <laughs> I can tell you one. It's like one a, that it's like can. a channel defining franchise for me. But like part of the reason I'm doing this like 10 year anniversary replay of the franchise is because like I am so out of the loop. I used to have it like memorized. Like oh yeah, here's how like every Souls game has a different upgrade system, and here's how this one works, and here's how that one works, and here's how death I works think... in this in this game because like in this one it makes your health bar longer, and here this one it makes it shorter. And <laughs> like I don't remember <laughs> shit anymore. <laughs> You forgetting the the upgrade system, I think, is fair. I've I've been watching your uh, Dark Souls two Scholar of the the first sin and your Dark Souls one original Let's Plays. I watched those yeah. two recently, and I, I, you forgetting how the the upgrade systems work, I think, is totally fine. What something that surpri surprises me about you though is that you forget like where the bonfires are, and I think like I. I don't know. It's just the way I play, I suppose. I always remember the bonfires. For me, I mean, that's which, like I mean, what which I bonfires? remember. I know where a lot of them are. Like for you, you, the the one in Lost Isolith, you didn't know there was a bonfire down there. And you thought uh, the other bonfires that go down into Lost Isolith were in the, in a different place. At least, well, I mean, it's Lost been Isolith six Isolith or seven years. Lost Isolith is Dragon Buttland, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dra Dragon Buttland's weird because you, you like skip it a bunch. Yeah, I never did, though. I, I always... I mean, I only yeah, like it, in, in some of my times. playthroughs, I skip it, and in some of my playthroughs, mm -hmm. I just just didn't happen to know that there was like, because like in some of these places, there's like a, there's like relatively hidden bonfires, and like in Lost Isolith, it's yeah, like, that one is behind a secret, a, a secret. Yeah, the one in Lost yeah. Isolith is a secret. There's some that are hidden behind illusory walls, and I think there's one that's hidden inside of a tower that you have to climb up inside of, but you don't have yeah, to actually Lost go Isolith. in it, and it's like yeah. Because it's just a bunch of the buildings, it doesn't even necessarily look like something that you'd be able to go exactly. inside of. So you're just trying, you're exactly. trying to get through all the lava and get this over with. And it's uh, just a better run for the bed of chaos. That's that's the only benefit. Yeah, exactly. And there's a. Yeah. I think another one that I would I would lose track of sometimes was uh, the f the sunken king DLC uh, when oh. you fight Nishandra and uh, and the and the dragon Sin. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to the do this dragon? really, 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 really long falling sequence where you keep dropping down all these various things to this big descent to the final two bosses that are back to back. Oh, that one, yes. And like somewhere, a, somewhere yeah. like halfway through or near the end of that drop sequence, there's a really missable bonfire that means you don't have to constantly start it over. But I, I know, yeah. When I when I did my big uh my big like multi day spree of trying to beat Nishandra because I couldn't, uh, then I or or Eliza or Elise. 
I think Nishandra's the yeah, real boss the, fight. That's it's the, the same character model. That, that summons other people, yeah. Yeah, they summon skeletons and Valstat and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I kept having mm -hmm. to do the entire drop every single time. Uh, there's another yeah. one. Uh, I think Seath the Scaleless, like right before the boss chamber, you can turn left and kind of back, and there's like a bonfire, I think, maybe. And if you don't get that, you have to redo the entire Crystal Cave every attempt on the boss. Oh, yeah, there's that one as well. You I, you never showed it on camera, so yeah, I assume you also forget about that one. It's I mean, sometimes I just not the, forget. Uh, sometimes I just never discover them in the first place. You never discover it, yeah. Some of these boss it's, fights, it's, some of these bonfires are really important, but in, entirely missable. I mean, I I have bonfires like that. The one in the the gulch in Dark Souls Two. There's a, two bonfires in the gulch, and I I only knew the first one, and I had the worst trouble with that level because I kept getting poisoned and killed, and so it was oh, yeah, super frustrating. I had to replay the entire Black Gulch over and over again. Oh, uh, it was so frustrating. It's like all those like. It's like wasn't it like tentacle monsters or or something. Yeah, there's the ones that come out of the, out of the, the holes. Tars, yeah, and and then there's the the big ones that come out of uh, the floor. No, there's the ones that come out of the holes on the wall, but then there's the ones that come out of the puddles of whatever that is on the floor, and then there's in there's there's someone there's uh, people that show up to kill you, <laughs> like even if you're not uh, effigied up. In that, in, in that oh yeah, because that one that one has like NPC attackers. Yeah, it's just oh such a terrible level. I hate it. I think it. I remember one of the bonfires being technically there but you can't like get to the boss fight from it because it's the underground area full of giants uh it, i don't know that there's a bonfire down there i know that that area but the other bonfires is to the right it's like hidden uh like right next to a, a ravine and you need to go hug the right wall bef just before the boss and it's like goes up and there's like somebody in there but you kill them and you get the bonfire there's a decent but, amount of like completely missable bonfires in those games and i think that's just on purpose mm -hmm. yeah yeah like even Dark Souls One has the the one in the Dark Root Garden is behind us a secret wall right next to a wall that you can't open unless you pay two thousand or two hundred uh, twenty thousand souls in a trader elsewhere. Oh yeah, you turn left and hit the wall and and it opens up to a bonfire that's really helpful. Yeah, that, that one's usually announced by a bunch of signs on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I was thinking of the one by Dark Root Basin where on the way to the Hydra where you go you go I down know, yeah, the descending. But ramps and you get to a bonfire that also links to the valley of drakes mm -hmm. that's a very good one because it connects to a lot of things and well into late game and it's completely missable like usual uh, sometimes so it just feels like they're fucking with you regarding the s ranks the scimitar you put the sharp gem on it and you upgrade it to level four or five you're already at s uh s rank on dexterity the scimitar is amazing in Dark Souls 3. I'm talking Dark Souls 3. My favorite part is arguing with the comments about how to pronounce it. No, you, drive... you have problems with the falchion, not with the scimitar. You know scimitar. Oh, the, oh yeah, the falcoin. The falcoin, that's the one, yeah. The falchion. <laughs> Today I heard somebody say machismo. Is it normal for people machismo? to say machismo? Yeah. No. I'm like, is no. that a keen? <laughs> No, I've the Falcoin is a debatable like weapon pronunciation that people don't agree on, but machismo, <laughs> ma machismo not is not good. an existing pronunciation of anything. That is definitely yeah. I understand. No, I've, people I've, I've run into trouble. this in my in one of my essays where uh, there's a thing that really fucked with me when I was watching B stars, and I had to I didn't and I, I Lagoshi says something really weird, and I'm like that's a weird 
plot development. I, I wonder how that's going to come up with. And then the, the season ended and it never came up again. I'm like, why didn't he ever follow up on that weird thing he said? I thought they were like setting something up and then he, they just like forgot they set it up. What's up with that? Hmm. And so I had to check in and I had to like I had to check the subtitles to figure out what the fuck he was saying. Because he says he's a member of the Kennedy family. And I'm like, excuse me? What the fuck does that mean? Oh, in universe. Is it like... But he means like he's a... a he means he's a wolf. Like yeah. Canaday. Like C N C A N I D A E. They pronounce it yeah. in B stars in the English dub Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> and what he, what, what, he, what, he, what, he, what and what additionally muddied the waters is that I look I tried turning subtitles on, but if you watch a Netflix show dubbed and then turn on the subtitles, the subtitles are for the are for the Japanese version, so they're oh. not they don't match the dub. <laughs> like they're, it's really there should be two English subtitles. You should be able to you should be able to have subtitles for the yeah, dub just because you and yeah, yeah just because people normally have. Oh, that's really bad. You can have subtitles on anything normally, but the moment yeah, it's yeah. A, an anime, you can only have the subtitles for the Japanese uh, the Japanese dub. So you'll have the oh, English bad. translation of the Japanese dub, but the, the 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 if I remember correctly, what happened is the Japanese dub doesn't say Canada. <laughs> they say a different word entirely, so it doesn't help to turn on the subtitles to figure <laughs> out what he's saying. So I had to figure things out, and I, so, I, so, I, I I found at least one, I found at least one Reddit post where somebody else was act, asking about him being a member of the Kennedy family. So at least one other person was confused about <laughs> some this. people thought of it. Yeah. So for for uh, clarity, it's pronounced "kanide" or "kanidai," depending on you well, whether I, you're I, using. I, did, I went down this rabbit hole, and there are a lot of results that just say "Kennedy." <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, I'm yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's like, a weird it's like, word. It, it's like the Faustian again, where there's like four competing uh, pronunciations, and none of them have one. <laughs> so the it's is, just it's a, a fight. <laughs> It's a Latin. It's it's not English. It's not an English English word. It's Latin because it's like yeah. a science. Yeah. But then, like, because there's like things like modus operandi, which is an English word. It's not Latin. It comes from Latin, sure, but it is it's an English word, and so it's pronounced modus uh, modus operandi. That's how it's pronounced, right? Yeah. Instead of modus operandi, which would be correct, more cr close to what Latin was, but canidae or canidae. That is that is a weird word. That, yeah, it's a people... really weird word, and and yeah, I just I just pronounced I it's just defaulted tainted. making the a just... sound more a e. But yeah, the anime pronounces it Kennedy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Why didn't you follow up on that? Because <laughs> yeah, you just gotta think back, like just hearing that out of context that he's a member of the Kennedy family. Like, just think about what that sounds like from like. I can't the, believe the you spent viewer. the whole season. He spent the whole season with that in the back of my mind, just like looking at all the yeah. plots that would come up. But he's the Kennedy. He's a Kennedy. Yeah, I think at one point I just kind of <laughs> forgot about it. But then I, oh, okay. but it was like a question that lingered for a while and then never got followed up again. But then I watched the then I watched the season again, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, he I said see. the thing. Again. What the fuck? Like, that never came up again. Why did they set I that see. up? It's a weird <laughs> thing to establish that he's a member of the Kennedy family. Guy's yeah. fucking loaded. <laughs> and he's not even a fox. He's a wolf. Of course, he's a canid. Like, why would they? Uh, I suppose that might be. Well, there's like other in, shit in... going on, like how in, like uh, in B stars, all the house. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. There's like a rant that I'm writing about this somewhere, but uh, 
in one it's of the just, folders. Just a bunch of nonsense that I'm just getting into because <laughs> it's fun. Well, there's a lot. There's like weird shit to get into, like the fact that like like dogs only exist because of humans, but there's dogs in this universe. It's like, what does that mean? It's like actually, the show does have answers. And it gets, well, no, the show doesn't get answers. The show skips that entire arc, but the book the book has answers. Oh. Uh, but also, uh, they're supposed to be in houses that are based on what family they're in. And the their their dorm is a wolf, two dogs, a coyote, a fennec fox, and a hyena. That's yeah. What? The hyena is not see the problem. What? Did you, what did, how yeah. did you pronounce that? Hyena. It's a hyena. You didn't say that. You said hy. He said hyena. You hesitated a little bit. He, he, I think he said it, but well, it's a hyena. Okay. The uh, and this is one of these things is not. Like the others, yep, like the others. All of those things, all of those are members of the cat of the of the Kennedy family, <laughs> and then there's a hyena, <laughs> which is not. This, a hyena is not a member of the Kennedy family. Like they're from they're from Family Hyena Day. It's a whole separate one. And they're, that's, that's uh, where Ardwolves are from, which yeah, is all, also yeah, a confusing thing because it's called a wolf and it's not a wolf. <laughs> but we're bad at naming the weirdest... things. That's why we called a red panda what it is. They're the weirdest, um, uh, the art wolves are the weirdest animal. And Felifornia I because is... the hyena has very bad eyesight, so I just like to think that he doesn't realize that he's not in a hyena house. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, they're, they're closer related to the Suricatas than the, oh, meerkats, they're called. Uh, they're closely related to the meerkats rather than wolves, hyenas are. Oh yeah, like sometimes people will be like hyenas are like more like cats than dogs. It's like that's like saying like, like a, a, an alligator is more like a more like a shark than a than a ape or something. It's like they're so fucking different that they stop trying to categorize they things are. as being closer or whatever. It's, but yeah, it's like, true. It's, there's like a, order. But like there's like there's like a there's like a vague like uh, convergent evolution thing going on that makes hyenas kind of look like wolves and stuff, but it does not stand up to scrutiny. Like. From afar, no. <laughs> you're like that looks like a dog or whatever. But then they get, you, you you see them behave and or like what they're shaped like and how they, and other stuff. And it's like they're they're so different from anything in, in the wolf family. Yeah, they're they're weird. I mean, yeah, it's the uncanny valley of of you thinking it's like yeah. it's a cat, but then and that's without getting into the the absolute fucking horror that is hyena birth. It's just oh no, the worst stuff to learn about. <laughs> What Wikipedia hole did you get yourself into? Uh, it, I mean, I, I've been, I've like re-encountered this multiple times at this point because it just it just comes up in random nature shit. Because the uh, the female hyena has a pseudo penis that they have to give birth through, and oh. not only not only is this horribly scarring and immediately permanently damaging the first time it happens, but like sixty percent of hyenas die in the process of being born. Crap. So it's bad for the mom and the baby, but for some reason, evolution did it. <laughs> I, just, I don't. Evolution's just a cruel, cruel thing sometimes, and just aren't I makes like mistakes. really? Aren't they really well adapted to? Like they're 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 really well adapted to the savanna. Like they're some of the some of the best, most resilient animals. Basically, that's that might sort of compensate on the survival. Chart, they seem to do well. Charts. It's just you just yeah. can't help but wonder, like, why would anything be this bad at giving birth? Why is this like this? What well, humans aren't fate. much better either. It's just that the hyenas don't have health care and stuff, so it just sixty percent of the babies die. 
What a bummer. What? I mean, yeah, I'm just saying that humans... panda babies die because their mothers just squish them. So, yeah. I mean, and and pandas are like constantly monitored. So imagine how bad that is. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I'm, of stuff I'm just saying, like, like humans are why, also why did anything and end, end up like this? Like the uh, was it octopuses? Don't they grow like? I think they lay like like ten thousand eggs, and like if they're lucky, like two of them might survive to adulthood. But then even then, like an octopus only lives for like six months. Do they live for only that long? Yeah, they're no. incredibly short lived, but they have really? like they have like the, huh. they're like smarter than dogs. Like they're they're like yeah. one of the smarter organisms out there, and they yeah. like they die so fast. They have such a short lifespan. Everything about that them is, is cruel. Oh, it's some and like species octopus mothers little. like will like lay a, a clutch of eggs and then they just fucking lay on the eggs for like months. Like a huge percentage of their lifespan is spent just laying on their own eggs, protecting them from people from predators going after them, and then they just starve to death on top of their own eggs. Hmm. And then that's the lifespan of the intelligent octopus. It's like that's, fuck nature. Stop. <laughs> that's some Dark Souls Why? shit right there. Please stop. <laughs> and is, also, everything outside beaks. of your house is horrifying and bad, and you should stay indoors forever. Octopuses have beaks, which is something that we I can't really understand, even though I've seen the yeah. diagrams. And that that's actually the beaks of the the octopuses are the limitation of their movement. Every yeah. other part of their body, it's, they'll it's the go anywhere. The part of their body that can't yeah, the like just squeeze is, through it, everything. It's just. And it hurts apparently. Like the the injuries that octopus make are, are just basically the beak. Yeah, they can just, just bite you, digging into you. Yeah. But yeah, they can fit to like any into any size thing basically because the only like hard object is the beak. And they're like they're smart. Like they uh, they are like, super curious. If, yeah. if Kate, uh, the octopus will like show will like watch like scientists or zookeepers or whatever, and like they'll figure out how to open their own cages by watching. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're yep. sort of relatively smart and and dexterous and all that, and they just live incredibly short lives and it's depressing and most of that life is suffering. It's between six months and two years, according to Wikipedia. Nature bad. Nature stop. No more hyenas really or octopus. Do not no, look wait, up any fix. any hyena diagrams. You will not be <laughs> happy. No, it's better not to. Why you gotta do this, nature? I guess you I, could just say they, I don't know. They just have nature. They just have different priorities, I think, in life. We we see things from the perspective of a mammal that has chairs and television. <laughs> Octopuses chairs. don't and have video that. games to complain about for forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I I think animals just live in a very different cycle yeah. than humans need they, to. They, like they. Their life is just about procreation and dying, and they ours never... is about prolongtivity. That's why it's so frustrating whenever like weird manosphere groups like talk about humanity in those terms. It's like, what you want to go back? The <laughs> fuck? What's wrong yes. with you? The go you back go, to monk. Want to go back to dying young and just like living to rest? Yes. <laughs> Have you not well, seen? Yeah, because the idea is all that like. I mean, the idea is that the longer that people live, the less value they contribute to society because then they require more out of society, but also don't give anything in return the older they get. So it's just like they become this dead weight as time goes by. And so if you go back to a time when everyone died in their 30s, then no one gets to live long enough to be a burden to society. But ironically, the people who think that they're a burden are the people who think the young ones are. So like... (laughs) 
Well, it's but even it's like, like the very the very concept of being a burden is also just like it's the capitalistic interpretation. Yeah, where it's like, how can I extract yeah. value from people to, as a corporation or whatever? And it's like not only anyone that, it, that's not outside of that is pointless. Not only that, it's also de largely dependent on child labor, because if if uh, like it, for that to work, for people to die at thirty or forty, which they didn't. I mean, a lot of people died a lot. Lo like life expectancy was low because a lot of people died when they were 15 uh, rather than yeah, 30 there's a it's there, there's but, a it's a math error where yeah when people talk about average lifespan they they think about in terms of like if you're alive enough like at an age to think about being alive and so on how long are they going to survive for but if you average all human lives including all the like all the people that die in their first year then that really fucks up the math and that's usually yeah. not what people are thinking about it's yeah, like like, it, like life expectancy is consistently getting better each year, or mm -hmm. was at least. But except in the US, but uh, <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> it was so much. It it wasn't nearly as worse as people think it was. It just significantly is, improved at infant death. Yeah, that too. Uh, but the thing is, like, if your average life expectancy is let's say eighty, then most people will die at about 85, 89, or between 85 and 90. And and it doesn't make, like, on, on, if I tell you like this, like, that doesn't make sense. Most people will die at 80. But no, that's not how average works. It's When I say most people, it, you're talking about the median. And actually, no, you were not even talking about the median. It could be if you were, like, a perfect, like, that event. It's not Venn diagram, but, like, imagine if you divide every death by year, and let's say a hundred years, nobody dies after a hundred. So basically, you get to a hundred, you die. Let's let's think about it like that. And if you think like most deaths happen when you're eighty-six, then you can say that most people die when they're 86, right? Because that's the most frequent year of death. But with that most frequent year of death, the life expectancy, the average, is going to be lower than that always. Because there's just so many years before that for all the the rest of the people to to die. Uh, this is very morbid to talk about, but <laughs> but what I mean to say is that average life expectancy <laughs> is very deceiving to think We're about. We're gonna get flagged. It's not being advertiser friendly again. No, I'm <laughs> gonna get flagged. You just gonna get scot free. Uh, no, I have a so that, that that thing I tweeted about where I was getting where I was in trouble for like not reviewing my videos correctly was the fucking like do dogs have personalities episode was being like this we've decided this is not advertiser friendly and <laughs> whoops looks like you've made mistakes in your ratings we're gonna punish you and it's all phrased like that and then i'm like um that was really all right, weird can, can a real person look at this and they're like oh yeah this is advertiser friendly no. well I, it, that I whole edited... time it was saying that four videos are bad but it was only showing me one and i was like what the fuck but after like four days of that, it finally showed me the other three. And there were the other, there were like three of the other recent episodes of this podcast, their oldest podcast. Oh no. These are my That's most me. advertiser unfriendly videos. The ones that have no video content. <laughs> They're just people the, talking. Well, and that's somehow worse than like the ones where I'm dismembering people. <laughs> I, I, I don't think YouTube has like, even when they say that somebody reviews it, I don't think they review it. Uh, they look no. at the score and say, they review the score, they don't review I, the I video. think it's just a second, more expensive bot looks at it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that can't process that fast. Bot. fast. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, I'm playing through The Witcher 2 right now, and <clears throat> I decided to edit the sex scenes in, uh, in a more 
less in a less explicit way. So I I just basically zoomed in and in and and cropped out the image in certain ways. That doesn't change any of the the action, but doesn't show nipples or ass, which is the extent of the sex scenes in The Witcher. Uh, and I got the yellow little check mark saying it wasn't fit for all uh, for all uh, advertisers. And I was like, no, please review that manually. And they said, yes, it is not fit. So now the next sex scene is just going to be tits and ass forever. I'm going to zoom it's in gonna, on the tits. It's going to fully commit because they didn't it's honor it when he didn't put it on do repeat. that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it's, I'm going to get zero repercussions because YouTube doesn't <laughs> do anything about it. Yeah. Unless I talk about COVID and then they say that I violate the things. I wouldn't be totally surprised if the uh, the bot like takes the wrong lesson from it. Like it's like, oh, you oh, yeah. uh, like it's Absolutely. probably like, oh, I, I see blurring. That means that this is inappropriate. No, it wasn't even <laughs> blurring. It was I just I, it was so oh, right. I, I spent I spent a, a bunch of time doing it. It's just a few a few shots, but still it takes work. It's it's just legs. It shows legs and belly and the shoulders. And that's it. It's like, and then of course there's there's all the sounds and the conversation because it's uh, it's like the uh, it's specifically the uh, if you've played The Witcher two it's the one in the Roses of Remembrance. No, and, I've uh, never played the first two yet. Yeah, so I'm yeah. that guy so, we talked about earlier that starts with the third one apparently. Uh, yeah, that's true. Don't worry, they made the third one. It's really weird. The third it's, one it's, seems the, designed to be played on its own. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely it does. Like, I played I mean, the first two, and then I started I was the aware of the fact that like, he had what? amnesia for the first two games, and then got his memory back for the third game. So whatever it was going to... No matter what, it was going to be some kind of break yeah, in the yeah. continuity. It feels very jarring that character. as well. It's Yennefer's fault. Because if Yennefer were introduced right at the beginning... Well, she is. Wait a minute. What am I saying? Okay, it's not Yennefer's fault. It's my fault. Are talking about three or the other games? Isn't Yennefer not in the first two games? Yeah, she doesn't show up at all in the in the first game. And then she shows up in some weird cutscenes in the second game. And I think maybe Geralt talks about her later in the game. I don't remember. But in the third game, she shows up in the first vignette where uh, Geralt famously is taking his bath in the bathtub. and um, But then she disappears for a little while. And it's a little bit confusing. I, I was a little bit confused with the start of The Witcher 3. I need Considering to replay how it. important, like incredibly important to the franchise they are, like the entire storyline, it's really weird to think that there's two Witcher games that didn't have Yennefer and Siri. Oh yeah, they didn't even me- they barely mentioned Siri in the in the yeah, second game. Like out of nowhere, he gets his memory back in the third game. He's like, "Oh shit, I have a daughter. I should find her." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Whereas, like, Siri like is so important to the franchise. I think she basically becomes the POV character eventually in the books. Like she's. She practically replaces Geralt if from our, if I if I've heard correctly. I haven't fucking gone through them yet, I'm, but I need to. Yeah, it could be. Like it's supposed to be a really big. Like 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 you watch the show, which is an adaptation of the books, and it's like literally split three ways between Geralt, Yennefer, and Ciri because they're all so important to the story. So it's mm-hmm. so weird that CD Projekt Red decided to have a a sequel, like games that are supposed to be sequels to the books. Well, where. Yet Geralt loses his memory, and then Yennefer and Siri just aren't there for two entire games. Get, I, uh, I think, uh, without, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but look at the side quests in The Witcher Three, or the main. I'm talking about the main side quests. So it's the main quest, but like the, yeah, it's the not important about the side quest. Like a lot yeah. of the important side quests of Three suddenly follow up on the stories of the first two games in certain ways. Like the characters that were important to that version of Geralt mm-hmm. that didn't know about other the Yennefer and Siri. But now compare 
that first big side quest with the that uh, guy that beat his wife and had a kid that died. Spoiler. It's a little spoiler. Don't worry. Do you remember the one? I don't remember his name. He's like a fat king or a fat the lord. The Baron. The Baron, the yeah. The Red Baron or something. Do you, do you see how the tone of that particular side quest, which I enjoyed a lot, but the tone is a little bit different. It's less focused on Geralt than basically the entirety of the rest of the game. It's less focused on yeah, Geralt than the character. A bunch of stuff just him. kind of happens around him and he's confused mm -hmm. by it. And then he meddles and with just forces he doth not understand. And then those yeah. forces also get make things worse and... And I think you make, that you make side a quest... choice without a lot of context, and you're like, "Oh fuck, what have I done?" <laughs> I think that side quest is is a vestige of the design philosophy. I, I I think it works well, and it's not a criticism in any way. It's also not a criticism of the first two games, but it's a, a vestige of the design philosophy of, of the first two games. Because consistently, what happens in the first two games is that they preoccupy themselves with the stories of the characters in the world around Geralt. And Geralt just is there as a sort of a conduit for the player to make a choice and see where the story goes. But it, it's never about what Geralt wants or likes or, or does. And the, the second game in particular, where for some bizarre reason, they decide to have Geralt be super skeptic of the plight of the non-humans. If you decide with the non-humans, Geralt's like... Oh, I don't even know what I'm doing. Oh, why am I doing is, this? Oh. Yeah, that's not that doesn't seem true to his character. It, it is super not true to his character in the very game because if you don't choose that, he's is uh so before you you make that choice, Geralt is uh, sympathetic towards the non-humans. Uh and if you don't choose to side with the non-humans, I'm just simplifying, Geralt will also express sympathy towards the non-humans. Is it just sort of lip service obviously, but still the the tone is very weird. I, I, I think I... It's weird because the whole they... point of his character is that he himself is an outsider to the humans. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, he's just... It's, it's got to do he's with the like characters. He's one think... of the only people that's allowed to like walk into elf territory without getting an arrow through the eye immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the first two games are just... They're about something other, other than Geralt, and that's why they... They didn't care, really. I think they just didn't they're care about, about collecting trading cards of women. <laughs> The first one is. The second one, I don't think so. I don't remember exactly. I, but the first I've one, I've never is. heard anything about the plot of the first game. All I've ever heard is that you collect trading cards of women. So that at some point, that just starts to feel like it is the plot of that game. <laughs> I know the second game is about uh, maybe killing a king. It's right there in the title. Oh, the king goes like fast. It's still no, there's it, many. It apparently has a day. and it apparently has a divergent enough storyline that like. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. half the can't like the entire like final act of the game is a completely different oh, chapter based on what a choice you act. made right beforehand. Yeah, it's the third act that's completely different, or the second, depending on how you count them. You go to a different map, as far as I know. Well, these days I'll get around to them, maybe. There's just so there... much everything. <laughs> I mean, we were like we I spent... keep meaning to get around to Pillars Two, but Pillars Two is so long. And it is like, very long, and, and like. I've potentially it's kicked that further Witcher, down yeah. the. I potentially kicked that even further down the line by starting my big like one year and like replay where I'm like let's go back and play all of the Souls games again. It's like well now when am I get to, gonna get to Pillars? Because that's like maybe <laughs> six months of just that game. Like like fucking mm -hmm. like Pillars of Eternity one was the first game I played the moment I switched over to one hour time uh, one one hour. Oh. videos for rpgs really? i was like finally this i could finally finally get through this and then that one still took over a hundred episodes <laughs> it was like a third of a year and the next one's supposed to be so much longer and I'm like oh my fucking god so 
it's so much it's such a greedy game yeah the second game is even longer the yeah. especially the all the dlcs the dlcs are good i mean one of them isn't but the other ones are they're good i'm always Not just like so it. torn like i'm trying to get caught up on the yakuza franchise so i can finally start playing the games around the time they come out instead of being like four games behind all the time but then there's also like now it's like when are you gonna play all the fallout games when are you gonna play you only play dragon age uh three when are you gonna play one and two before like four comes out maybe when are you gonna play bioshock two and infinite hmm when how dragon about age uh, two is short how about kotor oh, two dragon how about how about that second playthrough of disco elysium <laughs> like it's Jeez. it's a lot i'm just kotor two is surprisingly like, short it took me like i added it out a, a little bit uh but it took me 50 i think it was 57 episodes of a half an hour each so when are you gonna play the it, kotor mmo don't do that <laughs> I, I still um, i still play with the idea where i'm just like the most ambitious let's play i've ever done four player let's play where we play as all four characters of one of the factions and we get to and we can mash all four storylines into one mega let's play that's in chronological order where we like we group up to play all the content we can but then every now and then we like old split up to like record our like time on the ship where we're hanging out with our crew members and proceeding with their storylines and the single player storylines that's an interesting like, idea yeah it'd be like a comprehensive older public playthrough but it would be a fucking monster <laughs> but it's an mmo though is it good yeah. the story is it worth it uh i've heard from what i've heard uh people really like the story uh especially the original game when it came out and I've heard rumors that as the expansions came out progressively, that the other storylines got less and less developed and it became just like the, the primary, the primary Sith and primary Jedi storylines got all the attention or something. Mm. But uh, like it is fully like, like fully voiced storylines with like arcs and so on. And it's like, and they have different character dynamics and each one has a party, like a Bioware game would have, like they desperately tried to make a proper Bioware game in the context of being an MMO to the point mm -hmm. of having like these characters with storylines. And I think you might even be able to make like choices that affect your interactions with your party members and like what they think of you and what direction that goes in. So you see different content, mm -hmm. maybe. So this, this KOTOR that we're referring to, uh, the MMO, uh, it, to go back to a comment that Andrew made, that they put the remake in the title, I think this Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, because it is called Star Wars colon Knights of the Old Republic, I think this is the reason why they had to make the remake. Otherwise, people would just think that it's the MMO. Because I don't know if it, I don't know how many people even remember the, that there's an MMO. <laughs> I, that's I mean uh, that's true, but I, who plays MMOs, right? No, you guys play MMOs. I know, but yeah. I it's a it's it's seemingly a, uh, a get dead quick scheme for any company that attempts <laughs> to do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great way to lose your you company. Find, yeah, it's a really fast way to just throw it all in the trash. It's and I, <sighs> I get it. MMOs are like a really cool concept, but just it's like one of those things that it sounds good on paper, but fuck executing it. Like oh, trying geez. to make Does this it sound. Good you on say paper? yeah, you, it sounds say, really cool on you paper. Say surprisingly. I'm looking at the thing. You say surprisingly short. My old Republic playthrough, my KOTOR playthrough was 58 hours long. And then when I look on how long to beat, what? the estimation of old Republic of KOTOR 2 is longer than KOTOR 1, Colonel. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm going to play KOTOR 2 and think it's surprisingly short. I thought it was. Especially, 
Especially if like, I play with those recommended like restored content mods that probably make it. I played longer. with yeah. You should you should absolutely play with them. They make the game make sense. Um, but they the, make they, the I, game make sense. Yeah, they cut <laughs> out like huge parts of the ending. It's like you're you're getting to the. It's like imagine you're you look you're getting to the climax of a movie, but you kind of like seeing where the, everything is going, and then you just jump to the, the boss fight, and that's it. And the boss fight is like exit off of left screen with your partner pal and be like ah we're gonna come back again aren't we and you're just like what just happened <laughs> and the last last the last level is still as bad as it ever was um the last level is just basically an enormous level full of the same enemy re uh, duplicated over and over again it's just boring i remember finishing kotor 2 and thinking that the protagonist of kotor 1 and 2 were gonna like meet up and be in a part in the same party and that they were going to like be in kotor 3 together and I thought that was so cool, and then there I never was a Kotor was three. Intention. I thought that was the intention for the for for the you know for the whole thing. It'd be pretty cool if char multiple characters you made in different games all teamed up in another RPG eventually. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how in every in every uh, Dragon Age you play as a new character, and in Dragon Age three <laughs> you actually get to meet Hawk, which is cool. Oh, that's just a really My neat Hawk idea. Was badass. I loved my hawk. Actually, I stand corrected. It wasn't fifty-seven episodes; it was eighty episodes. But Jeez. it was that I edited out a few aspects of it. So, yeah, I could see it. I could see it being. I don't think it is as big as the first game, though, because my first game took me a hundred and thirty, a hundred and twenty-four. Yeah, I don't know. It always some of it depends on like aspects of like how much time you kill by kind of doing the same things or yeah. uh, how much you have to think about certain things. Cause you're, it's the first time playing a game in the series versus the second time, if they didn't change enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, also just how much you just stand around talking about something. <laughs> yeah. I, I went on uh, some rambles, but the, I think the biggest thing is I edited out repetitive content, uh, combat. Cause yeah, there's a few levels. Out, I mean, if you edit out combat, you're going to skip hours of, of like, sometimes these games just fucking, yeah, but here's, not more here's than a combat gauntlet for some, several floors of a dungeon. It'll take an hour and a half to get through. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't edit out like that. Like, uh, I, uh, it, it's not more than one or two hours of of uh, boring combat that that I that I took out because you know it's the thirty minute episode. Like, you can't. The games are more or less well paced, so it's not you don't yeah. actually yeah. But there's uh, there's there's gauntlets that take like. 40 minutes to beat that I beat in 10 minutes. But it only happens like a couple of times. Maybe four. It's really obvious as well, because the first game isn't very grindy. And, this, and the second game, I think it's because they want you to get to higher levels and just get all the cool abilities. The second game has a lot of combat where you just gain a bunch of experience and without actually advancing in quests or anything. It's just killing a bunch of robots or killing a bunch of Sith. And I played the dark side, which was fun. No matter what rain. side you play as, you're always a mass murderer. Oh yeah, classic <laughs> video games. That's that's not. There's no. There's no avoiding that. Oh, well, there is avoiding that. Fallout One you're playing right now is a game famous for uh, being. Uh, you you can just never fight anyone if you want to. It's it's kind of tricky sometimes. Yeah, I guess you have to sprint away every time random encounters happen. 
Yeah, random encounters random are... Random encounters the, where you're surrounded by, like, eight dudes in every direction. Yeah, that you, you absolutely have to run away from random encounters. Or just die a bunch trying to never get random encounters. The, uh... Uh, there's needs, one skill that, that allows you desperately needs a working quest log. Uh, there's not that many quests. Only like one in five quests you even get is in your log for some reason. Yeah, you just yeah. constantly get pick up on threads, and it's like, well, I hope you knew to write that down. And it's like there's like you'll have one off conversations you can't repeat with people that, and you're like, wait, where yep. do I go? Where do I even go to do that quest? Like, I know I'll open my quest yeah. log, and I'll nope, it's not on my quest log. It's like, it isn't is this not. the main? Isn't this maybe the main story? Like, do you know that? If, where do I go? If you, if you notice when you open the Pip Boy, there's like this button that's broken. There's map and there's, uh, yeah. I think status, and there's one button that was that is broken. That button was actually available in the demo uh, of Fallout One, and it said hints, I think. <laughs> uh, and the hints was supposed to be the journal, but they didn't have time to do it, so they didn't. <laughs> There's just some proper just... there's just some proper agony in there, like how you meet up with the Brotherhood of Steel and one of them's just like, Yeah, just like go south. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's that's what amazing. What the fuck do you mean by south? <laughs> go die, basically. This he's just and because he died. And, like and if you go straight south from the Brotherhood of Steel, you will hit the edge of the map and have never found anything in the process. Oh, you haven't found it? Oh, you need to. Because they well, because because they, they mean for you to go all the way to the opposite corner of the map, which would be more a accurately little, described yeah. as southeast. But did you find it or like, not? Yeah, I know. I know where to go. Oh, okay. But uh, it was it was a nightmare because they send you to a, a nightmare of a place, but then also when you get there. You're like, well, I don't have any of the stuff I needed for this. Time to go back. Oh, and I had, yeah. And in, and in my editing monstrosity, I had like some instances where it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I left something in my box or whatever, and I didn't bring the thing I needed. Time to go back again. Like I had to reload and redo the trip like four times for different reasons, and it was just agony. I, and uh, most of it's just deleted footage. I've watched uh, only I think two or three episodes at most. Because one thing I realized very soon was that what I know of Fallout 1 and 2 right now is, uh, or the game for me is just completely not at all the game that it is as a blind playthrough. And yeah. those games, those games are the games that taught me to, like any RPG that I would play, I would start the gameplay for 10 or 15 hours and then start the game again after knowing how to play it. Uh, and fall yeah, it's, it's, it's a those. bummer that you can just make a character and be like, oh yeah, no, you picked the wrong skills. Yep, yeah. It's an inherent I mean, you're, flaw you're, with the idea of picking of of building a character before you've played the game, which is how these yeah. games are made. Yeah, it's like it's Fallout. like well, I don't know what how good is throwing skill exactly. versus energy weapons exactly. versus other stuff. You're you're absolutely right. It's the it, like it's I've, I apparently games. picked the you don't get to have vats skill, but I didn't know that because it doesn't oh, tell you what fine. that really because you don't get to know what those skills even mean. Mm -hmm. But also, the the game's like remarkably bad at conveying information on a regular like like more like the go to example usually is like games like Morrowind where it's like back in my day we didn't have a compass that just we just followed blindly you had to like pay attention to your surroundings and and yeah like Morrowind's like oh yeah go to that back of that district and take a right and that'll be the guy you need to meet up with and you and you follow those directions and it works and you're like oh shit. Morrowind is incredible at doing it in comparison Fallout to Fallout. Fallout is trash. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You get to like the boneyard and they'll be like, yeah, there's like some people over on the west and some people over in the east and some people over in the south. It's like, cool, you listed all those things like they were comparable to each other. And it's like, wow, there's the people over to the west and people over to the east. 
the quote-unquote people to the south are a different fucking note on the map <laughs> like they're not oh, in the same yeah. environment it's like the atom or yeah like the, bo- like the boneyard area they just casually mention the cathedral location alongside a list of people that are in the boneyards but they're not mm-hmm. in the boneyards they're in a different note on the map so you could spend like an hour running around the boneyards trying to find which stupid margin of the screen that's kind of green you can walk on to go to a different screen and it's like <laughs> especially if it's nighttime that... it's difficult oh yeah i i i'm so frustrated wait, by the way that, that towns work because towns are like a series of screens and you can't get a good idea of how they fit together and it's not clear what like it's not clear enough like on the map or anything like that like like how many of the borders of your map are going to be transitions to other screens mm-hmm. like i like i like i I got like a, probably like a dozen hours of the game before i realized that there was a second screen worth of shady sands where admittedly there's nothing there but there's a second yeah, screen you know, of shady sands and i'm you're like saying that. i didn't know that i thought i was gonna leave you're, if I you're saying there. that i got probably three or four let uh playthroughs into the game before i found <laughs> that second screen of shady sands yeah it's like what the fuck That's, uh, you're not your your experience is definitely relatable it's just that my yeah. remembrance of like i I, but you get the you first get like time the I beat hub the game in the boneyard, and you're like, I can't get straight in my head how big this area is. Like, it is really ha- big. Have I been everywhere and it doesn't yet? Fit together. I can't tell. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. How do these locations connect to each other? Can that's I get why a people, combined map, please. I think that's why people feel that they're such great games in a way, because they look back and they they always remember playing the games over and over again and finding new things. Because you do find new things. You find, oh, there's a second screen of Shady Sands. It doesn't do much, but still. There's, oh, look, I can join the Mafia bosses? Because, <laughs> you know, that's a thing that you can oh, do in look, the second game. Everyone in this town won't talk to me anymore because I'd made a choice somewhere that apparently was connected to everybody, but I don't know what it was. Did you do the choice? I know you... you I know the last episode. Oh, I, I, I need pissed to, off. I, need to watch your last I, I pissed off the. Cr- I, I was do. I was doing the quest for the people in the hub, that where they were mm-hmm. like, "Go kill this asshole." But oh, that's cool. I I had a disagreement with somebody else, and then I went mm-hmm. on to do that quest. And then when I came back, they're like, "Fuck you, get out of my house!" And I'm like, that's, "I don't know what this is. I don't know what's happening. Why won't they get? That is why won't the they reward experience. me for the quest?" Like, <laughs> like, why happens. won't they? Like, why won't they reward me for the quest I did? It's like, oh, you had a different agreement. You had a different disagreement with a different person somewhere else in town, which means that you're yeah. shut out of all of this entire faction, which you don't know is a faction. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly how it goes. I, uh-huh. I feel it, 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 these games have a lot of they have broken quests. It, it's it's the kind of game that will just have quests that you can't finish because I know. Yeah, because I blackmailed yeah. the fucking sausage guy being like, I'm going to tell the cops if you don't pay me. And then you afterwards, you can't tell the cops if he doesn't you can't pay tell you. It, yeah, but you can't follow they, through on your own threat. <laughs> the broken quest is the preamble. So they have the, the broken quests, but the other quests that aren't broken. They're obtuse and sort of half hidden. And like, it's like Dark Souls, but but just with text instead. So you don't have to go give 30 humanity to the sister of Quelag, but you do have to do things in a certain order sometimes. And that's why there's a lot of Oh variance. yeah, there's entire chunks of the yeah. playthrough where I'm like, I just gonna like not use any of this footage for a few hours because it's me <laughs> just trying to figure out where I can do anything next. Yeah. Like I've, I've hit it's, the point I know, where I know you're like I've been like I've been to the cathedral and it is not doable. <laughs> it well, is completely not doable. I definitely need to come back later. And <laughs> I but the problem is I need to find stuff to do elsewhere because you don't really yeah. know 
what loose ends there even are to cover. It's like, okay, who have I not pissed off yet? What dangling quests do I have left that are actually quests that are doable versus like ones I've failed, or, but also which ones have I just like forgotten about because it was just mentioned in did, an offhand thing, but not added to a quest log because the quest log you, doesn't really work. And Did I don't you do know. the Brotherhood of Steel quests? The I'm starting that now because everything else is dried up. I can't do anything else. Okay, so you're on the right track. No spoilers. It's like nothing else works. It's just like deeply frustrating. Because like, as I've, you can I've imagine, been sever- I've been to what I, th- I, I like. I've been to what I think are like the endings of the games locations, and they're yeah. like unplayable. I'm like, stop fucking sending me there. Then what else should I do? <laughs> they kidnap you. That's so fun. But the thing is, if you have certain characters that can talk your way out, those areas actually work in a different way. So you talk your way out, and you can actually beat the game just with talking if you have that, a very that kidnapping is so fucking rough because i it got is very so, rough yeah like you'll you'll have to see the video about it just so you can fully experience the extent of it but like i got so far <laughs> like it's it's, a ho- it's, it's such a hopeless scenario me ever getting out of that kidnapping and yet mm-hmm. i was able to get so far with it for an entire episode like i made it places and so that makes it just all the more defeating when i ultimately have to like give up because it's like it's not it's not possible i cannot it is really difficult yeah my like my character cannot in any way survive or escape that kidnapping but like it's an entire zone and like the way that i experience it is only experienceable in the context of getting kidnapped and there's entire mm-hmm. conversations that only happen when you're kidnapped so like that's true because it's because there's so much story content it feels inherently you wrong have to show it yeah to reload your save like well but you're you're gonna have to though <laughs> yeah but i mean like when you yeah. when you just like dead end or something or you're just like oh well that didn't work out and like you fail or did or game over or something you're like okay time to load back my save and tr- do something else i guess because that's not going to work out but Ooh. in this one you, you can get so invested for so long and have so and have all these like story interactions and learn about the world and then yeah, you have to like incredible. load back to a version of your character that knows none of that stuff and just keep so what going I, like what it feels I do, horrible what i do is when i get kidnapped whenever it happens that i get kidnapped because some characters do get kidnapped others don't uh it's a skill check if i remember correctly um but when i do get kidnapped i just go for the ending where you tell the super interesting character in that particular place where you go get kidnapped to i tell them where your vault is did you not do that oh you the uh the betrayal you can do that yeah no, I didn't. I didn't betray my vault because it's the only it's the only linchpin holding my character together. It, <laughs> yeah, it, don't worry. It motivates, it motivates everything that he does. So it's like yeah. it doesn't make he sense to do that. It, well, you, if you do that, you need to agree with him. Basically, you just need to say, oh, yeah, you make a good point. Here it goes. Here's the vault. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, it didn't miss out on much. But there that's are what so I many parts do. of the game that one shot me. <laughs> mm hmm. So it's such it's, a pro- it's, it's a, like it's like trying to play a really a way slower and clunkier version of that one uh Elex. Mm-hmm. Elex. A game where like 90% of the game just kills you instantly and you have to find the one part piece of playable content. It's like that, but like <laughs> way clunkier and slower because it's Fallout, the original Fallout. And so you have to like you're simultaneously fighting this like incredibly obtuse like interface and you're trying to figure out how to do things and one of the one of the things that really trips me up about uh, Fallout is that every time you interact with basically anything that you think would involve using your skills, you have to actually 
like go out and manually use your skills because like skill decks yeah your character won't be like oh yes i will use my computer skill when you click on a computer it's like no it's been uh, computer yeah. dumb stupid blinky lights whatever and then nope, you're like oh six. sorry you need I, to press I, no, I forgot seven. to go sorry, to my... seven yeah. yeah at that point you're like whoops i forgot to specifically ask my character to use the computer skill on computers it's like what i'm just like what's the use case who is that for what why would you design it in a way where interacting with computers doesn't use your computer skill like this the skill what is the point what is the point of the non-computer skill interaction what is that accomplishing who is that for it does happen that there are some computers that have different interactions depending on whether you're using your computer skill or not but what does that even mean what does that even mean in the universe for the character like i just like it I'm means just you're like, not trying to i'm gonna blindly mash buttons even though i'm good at computers or something like what the f i think it means you're not hacking the computer so it's like you're not doing the hacky matrix matrix I'm, I'm about ready to fucking beat this game and then find out at the end that the whole time i threw every time i threw a weapon i wasn't actually using my throwing skill because you're supposed to use your throwing skill when you want to throw the weapon no you're doing you're using, you're using <laughs> like your that's skill. the level of obtuseness like when i use a gun the game knows i want to use my gun and i don't have to be like oh i would like to use my small gun skill please and not just like use my tongue or whatever but when you use <laughs> a computer remember. like are you sure you want to use your computer skill well you gotta like ask us nicely and go through seven menus instead of just like you know you can it reading the interaction with the computer as you wanted to use a computer with your computer skill i'll give you a tip you might know it already uh you can use well, yeah, your I number pressed, keys. i assembled upon f1 where it says a bunch of hotkeys yeah, yeah. oh but didn't like, i tell you oh but there's I'm just sorry. there's just so much of the game that yeah just contextually should know what you mean <laughs> and, and that's one of the biggest ones is like I'm using oh, a computer. Why do have I have to, to tell you I'm using a computer? You know I'm using a computer. What the fuck? The Fallout is the first RPG in so many in so many ways. It's the first game that did what it does. Like what came before is not comparable. Maybe like not in the, I was going to say maybe Might and Magic uh is a little bit like that. But it isn't. Might and Magic is is basically combat a lot of the time and just dialogue. Uh, Ultima... okay, let's double check this because I always forget. Oh yeah, Baldur's Gate came out the next year, huh? Mm -hmm. That's pretty tight though. They're probably already working on it, right? Although games were made way faster back then. As far as I know, the original... So by the time Fallout was released, they were already working on it as Baldur's Gate is today. But when they were developing Fallout, uh, Baldur's Gate was going to be a uh, real-time strategy game set in the Dungeons & Dragons game. Real-time with pause strategy, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and then the, they saw the success that Fallout was having, and they were like, okay, well, let's, let's switch this game to a, a, a role-playing game. And uh, as far as the I know... The original two worked. Fallouts could probably use remakes more than almost any game ever made. <laughs> well, but the thing is... If Just for do... really basic elements, like, hey, guess what? What if Ian had an inventory screen? <laughs> but if they do, the thing is, <laughs> what the remakes are going to ruin them because they're supposed to be games that are replicating the tabletop feel of playing a, yeah, a role no, like game. It would, I would, it would desperately need to be a really specific person to man that kind of project. Yeah. You'd basically yeah. have to be like, hey, let's hand this off to like one of those indie crpg developers not have even you, anybody triple a have you checked out Celasta or seen anything so about i don't it? think anyone will fight me on the idea that like it's just so fucking weird that like it is certain absolutely. skills just need to have work contextually on their own and <laughs> you're like, absolutely right 
hey, maybe NPCs should look different from people that aren't interactive in some way in these oh, towns of hundreds of identical people. That's fucking agony. Like, maybe your party members, when you get ambushed by a bunch of, like, greasers, maybe one, maybe Ian shouldn't look the same as all of the greasers. And, then when, you aim, and then when you aim your gun, they're also all red. <laughs> There's two things about that. In Fallout 2... They, uh, your allies do show up as green, but in Fall yeah. 1, there's a perk that allows you to tell <laughs> friend from foe in the You spend a level up on it, what you the do? fuck? <laughs> it's funny, but, but also, like, yeah, there should be a unique character model for every, like, noticeable NPC that you want to talk to. They should at least look different from the... They should at least have a different pool of character models for important people versus all the random crowd members that just say the same thing at you. And like, yeah. yeah, like, and, like, party members should have an inventory screen. You shouldn't have to, like throw random items at them hope they use them be confused why they aren't using them and then also have to like steal items back apparently yeah. from them if you want to take <laughs> items from them they fix that in fall 2 fall 2 fixes some things some they, it allows you fall 2 specifically does allow you to interact with the yeah. companion inventory tell them what to do under certain circumstances it's but a little no, bit let's better. No, let's remake Demon Souls for some reason. It's like, no, remake fucking Fallout 1. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, but and like authentically remake authentically, Fallout 1. Don't, yeah. act, don't fuck up the parts of it make that it are good. Because it first person. But like, like there's so many basic elements that just don't really work that should work better. And like, even things... I, I like... Like, Fallout 1 is very like I Like, I ambitious. met the green-haired character, like, party member, and I'm like, mm -hmm. this entire town is just her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? How to the point I, where I, don't, I was so lucky that I noticed she existed. I have How found many her, party members have I missed? I don't I even spent know. Years, I spent years without finding her. I spent <laughs> years without finding most of the companions. This is like... it's the, they the just of, look like a random... Just, they're yeah. just a random dude that looks like everyone else. Oh, it's, a, it's him. A, I don't remember him then. Who is he? I forget him. Who is Ian? <laughs> No, no, I know Ian. I, I don't remember the green-haired dude. I thought he was a her. A green-haired lady. Oh, it's She's okay. In, like, I know who a, she is. Yeah. 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 She's like but in the, the library full of entirely that character model over and over again. <laughs> and you're like, thing, what? The thing about, I, like, I think that in terms of a remake, though, um, Fallout, Fallout is such a, a specific fruit of its time that like, because it's so connected to the 2D aspect of it, right? It's a, it's a game that uh, that um, that has a certain feel to it that is clunky for sure. But it, yeah, it, 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 I don't I mean, think you, it, could, you could remake Fallout in like the Diablo 2 raster graphics. You don't got to 3D it. You can fit. You can be as authentic oh, as yeah. you want. Yeah. But like, just imagine the beautiful world where you don't have to click that down arrow 75 times every time you open your inventory. <laughs> I know. Because it only if shows like the, four items and they're in a whatever the, the fuck it, order it feels like. And when you try to work? pick up an item or sell it or buy it or whatever and it like doesn't work for some reason, it looks like it worked because it's gone. But what it actually it did is top. it put it on the bottom of the list. <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> it's like, Jesus doesn't Christ, the scroll wheel, you stop it. <laughs> doesn't the scroll wheel work? I thought it did. No. Because <laughs> at the fix it, it didn't install the fix it. I don't think it, it does. Did. I think you have to keep clicking. Yeah. 
It didn't. Scroll like, wheels didn't exist. When you back pick then. stuff up, it won't let you pick it up, but it won't tell you why you can't pick it up, and you don't know how much it weighs, and you don't know how, and it won't show your equip load maximum versus current on that screen, or how much the thing that you're trying to pick up weighs. So you just gotta like find a box and switch out random items, and just yep. like hope you can no, figure you can out how much the thing weighs. You can tell how much from the inventory. You need to uh, <clears throat> use the inspect button. I'm also at a point in my playthrough where Ian has three different guns that all have ammo and they're all within his like things that he would use and he's punching people and I can't make him stop. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> he, just, yes. he just won't use any of his guns or even sometimes it won't not even his knife. And I'm like, why is he <laughs> like this? That is, that Please. If you, ever play you 2, if you ever play Fallout 2, you're going to be begging your companions to use their fists because it's even worse. <laughs> Especially so like this Kim fights you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're um old games are like that. It's not <laughs> it's just RPGs are like this. It's uh it's such an adventure of figuring out what, what the game wants you to do as well as figuring out, you know, what you know what you know, finding out the game. I think yeah. uh, what I was gonna say about the 2D aspect of it is that it's such an intrinsic part of the game, but on the other, on other sides, it's so ambitious, Fallout 1 is. Like, for example, the ask me about pay, uh, function, where you can literally type, type in anything. In. anything, And if you know the words that they have answers for, it's kind of interesting. You can ask about towns, you can ask about yeah. characters. But, of course, as a blind playthrough... Like the time in Zero Escape where we had a weird fourth wall break because we looked up, we asked about like a really specific phone number and it actually had like answers... Yeah, that's uh but like oh the other thing is for example the fact that you can use your skills on any item that or anything in the world like for example rocks you can use your science skill in rocks it doesn't do anything but if the programmers actually program the rocks to do something the engine supports it and one of the early things that uh, uh happens you you probably didn't do it I don't think you did it um is that you can use your demolition skill on a beam in the rad scorpion cave and bring the cave down uh, is it your demolition womp, womp. skill no it's a you can use like, is there explosive. a demolition skill no 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 it's, you can apply the explosives item to a beam and then the cave collapses so you can use items as well as skills. It's so ambitious on so many levels. I'm just because I'm amused that uh, I'm amused that Fallout, like the act of doing a let's play of Fallout, is essentially like a form of shared pain in a way yeah. akin to playing a Souls game, where like the audience <laughs> is just there to watch you deal with all the bullshit, and like they know mm -hmm. that, like they yeah. they're like, oh yep, yeah. he did the thing that he was. I knew he was going to do, which is that he's going to try to use a, a, a he's going to try to use a dynamite. He's going to blow himself up because it's so oh, fucking yeah. hard to light and place a dynamite stick in the time yeah. allotted. Well, you just you're like, I don't want to wait that time. long. I'll just set it to 10 seconds. All I have to do is no, click light and then drop it, right? Then you're like, how the, how do I do it? How do I do? Oh, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> the wasteland and the vault was surely doomed or whatever the fuck. It's a skeleton. Ron Perlman <laughs> is a pearl of a man. The, the. Is that Ron Perlman? Is, yeah. <laughs> that's the voice, that's the voice, the main, the narrator of the game. He's been around forever. He's so yeah. bad in the Monster Hunter movie. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that. It's gonna be a video. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, uh, I one like you. What you're feeling with Fallout, and the way you're talking about it, uh, vindicates me. 
in how I feel when I ha when I did my four Let's Plays of Fallout One and Two. Um, God, is there a Let's four? Plays? Four I, Let's yeah, Plays. I did, I did two Let's Plays of each. Um, Jesus. And uh, um, so, yeah. I guess that's high, me and Dark Souls games, viewers. though. Yeah, it's basically that. The, the I was much better on the second Let's Plays of each game because <laughs> it, those were some of the games that I first did a Let's Play of, and I know them intimately. And even still, they're not fun Let's Plays to make. They're very nerve wracking, and because uh, I like they're they're difficult games if you get yourself into certain amounts of trouble to begin with. But they're also the act of remembering all the details is 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 tiring because I know them, but it's it's like remembering and commentating all at the same time. And so I remember early in my streams, somebody asking me like questions, simple questions like, what's your favorite Let's Play that you've made? Or what's the your favorite game to Let's Play or something like that? Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, not Fallout, even though they're my favorite games, because they're nerve wracking. It's, it's kind of interesting to think about it because it's just such an... A, there's such a journey of exploration even after these many years. Because like, I finished those games like easily a dozen times each. And it's still, it's a challenge every time. And But it's always, it's a journey of, um, you know, it's a journey of uh, discovery, I think, every time for me, even mm -hmm. still. And so for you, it's just blind, obviously. So all you, you're not alone. You, what you're saying, you're not, you're not, I, what, what I want you to take away from what I'm saying here is that what you're saying is absolutely true. You're t totally correct. And everybody knows that. <laughs> it's just that we sort of look past it. I don't oh, know. there's no, there's never a consensus. There's always like, oh, we're going to play the worst Sonic game ever released and everyone agrees. And then all the people that disagree are there. <laughs> you're like, all right, well, here we go. You can play, yeah, the, most, you can really. play the, the most obtuse nightmare of a game and, and that's everyone knows is this obtuse mess and everyone. And then there'll always be that guy's like, just fucking get good, noob. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I, I think I've played like zero of the games you guys just talked about for the past like hour. 30 minutes. Andrew playing Fall yeah, 1. I, I, be... I could just delete your vote, your track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I was like sitting there the whole time. I was like, I don't think I have any reference to what's going on. I don't know what any of these. Yeah. If you played, we got to let you go so games. we can set up for Final Fantasy. Yeah. If Andrew played no, Fall fine. 1, just, uh, Rage would be enormous. I don't think so. I think it's just it would just bore me. It's not they're they're like so devoid of the thing I look for when I play a game that like yeah. I would probably just give up like I did with New Vegas like seven times is because it's just it doesn't it it's not it doesn't appeal to me in the way that it that the the core uh, audience is looking for. Man, and when I finally just, play New Vegas, it's gonna be a blind playthrough, and not because I didn't play it before, but because it's <laughs> from that era where I played video games distracted. I, I played mm -hmm. video games the way my audience does, like listening to YouTube videos and hunting achievements and shit. And it's like, I can't tell you what ending I got. <laughs> That's kind of a big deal. Like, there's a bunch of different factions to ally with. Like, I watch, I, I watch like videos about New Vegas, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> All I remember is the guy shoots you, and there's the evil Legion people, and there's a New Vegas. <laughs> But I don't remember any plot beyond that. You're <laughs> like, gonna have so much fun at all. It's so it remarkable so how good. little I remember. Meanwhile, I played I played three so many times. So far for me, it's mostly just been like, "What you said? I can't do this. Watch me," and just <laughs> yeah. like barreling through and breaking it in any way I can, or like 
yeah, just like it's showing up to places and it's like, wow, these people look like they're kind of doing something. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm just going to kill them all and goodbye. <laughs> just like move on and just, it's like a, again, it's these games just, I, I don't know. I don't, I think I'm admittedly burned out a little bit. I think I was, I think I was burned out by the time New Vegas came out because I played three so much at the time. Yeah. Just over and over again. Yeah, I think, but I no, think three uh, set getting, me up for a comments. lot of failure. I'm getting comments there telling me that I'm playing the game like you in Fallout 1. And the, the way that you just end up shooting everybody <laughs> all the time. But it's not because of choice, but just because I picked no, it's a, the character I'm just role playing a character. Yeah. Yeah, it's the character it's, you made. I, I made an Andrew, essentially. Because my character <laughs> my character has very my character has maxed out intelligence, but low strength and low charisma. And so no and also he also has like yeah, he has no speech skill and no lockpicking skill. So because my idea was like I'm frustrated by how it's so always the correct answer to just make a high lock picking, high hacking, high speech character in every Bethesda game and every and every like Fallout, Fallout game and so every Bioware game and so on. And so much just like, more than those. He, Fallout is like the like archetype you know, yeah. of that. In all, in all those games, you just like automatically win at the game by just having the skill to solve every problem and nothing yeah. ever. So I was like, what? I want to see what a playthrough looks like when you don't have those skills automatically, because then you have to actually have to engage with like the wider problems. And this was somewhat encouraged by Fallout Three, as much as it gets demonized. Like it does have functioning, interesting mechanics that come from mm -hmm. making different characters. Yeah. And in my very, very abridged and incomplete Fallout Three playthrough that I did for Patreon at one point. Uh, what happened is my character was too stupid to to activate the Metaton bomb, and I was gonna try. I was like, I was hired to blow up Metaton, but I couldn't do it because he was not smart. And so, <laughs> what I had to do is I had to like, get, I, had to, I had to like ask around the bar, and I found the drug dealer guy. I'm like, oh, it's a drug dealer guy. I didn't even know this guy was here because I never needed him before. And so you meet him in like the water treatment plant of the of Metaton at night, and then. Uh, he'll treat and he'll you know give you like the the drugs and you can buy them. But then also I'm like, hang on a minute, I can do whatever I want. I'm gonna blow this place up anyway. What do I have morals or something? So right after I bought the drugs from him, as he's walking out, I shot him in the back of the head and took everything, all my money back and also everything else that he had and took all of his shit. Then took the brain drugs to be smart and then blew up Metaton. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, see, pretty, I'm like, this is cool. I, I liked how it this cool. came from a it came from a limitation in my character. I got I got an interesting thing where I did engage with a bunch of mechanics I didn't even have to acknowledge before because my character would just cheat at the world basically uh so I, I was looking for that kind of experience but mostly what happens is my character is a huge dick and nobody likes him and <laughs> he'll say something kind of bristly and kind of rude and they'll immediately start shooting him and then i'll win the fight and then that entire faction or storyline is over <laughs> just yeah. over and over again like i've heard That's, like I've, I've heard people yeah. talk like hype up the rivalry between like the two factions of like the first major town and who you're gonna side with and maybe the town's actually better if you side with the shittier person and blah 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 and there's all these side characters tied into this and it's like spoiler alert I the town Giz isn't better if you side with the shittier person like i met i met with gizmo <laughs> and i was kind of rude and he just started shooting me <laughs> and so i killed him and that was the end of the entire town storyline and also the <laughs> yeah, other guy yeah. hated me because i didn't just kill him the cop way by getting evidence so everybody hated me and i was kicked out of junk town <laughs> and i'm like That's wow not, i yeah. was here for, i was only I've here been for there. like half an hour <laughs> i've been there <laughs> there's yeah. so many quests there though yeah it's literally been my it's gone now. new vegas uh, don't worry it's it's mostly. i've been there i've played through to the end of the game with a character where that happened i mean yeah. sort of i mean it was kind of it's complicated sometimes so i forget how people hate me it's the funny, I don't know, thing, is, just the funny a... thing is the things that i say just aren't that bad <laughs> 
They're not on yeah, the level no. of the response that they get. <laughs> That's, you yeah. you would you would imagine people are a little bit more lenient. Like I, I would I've imagine that, that the average person in the wasteland is way ruder than me because it's the wasteland. Yeah. But I say one snooty thing and they start murdering me, and I'm like, <laughs> wow, thin skins around here, huh? Yeah, I had that. I had that the first time I like I met the Legion, uh, where I was like, wow, this seems kind of like stupid. I don't want to partake in it. He's like, then you must die. He's like. I yeah. don't think this was a good call for you at Being all. There don't, as well. I would not say that. <laughs> Being like, there as well. Yeah. But some people, some people just like act actively look to fight you, and it's weird. Like there's there's this like again, like I, I've always said, when you are a player in a world, you are essentially a god in that world. So when people show up and just like start to roughhouse you, you're like, what are you doing? Like I'm here to engage with you. I'm being benevolent. Like maybe you should back the fuck up. And so they're like, no, no, we're gonna kill you. It's like, <laughs> you just yeah, there's, wipe there's them from no the planet. You're like, you feel like a why? real person. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what? What do you want from me? I'm either going to obliterate you or pretend to care about what you're saying long enough to obliterate you later. But like, when they get immediately aggressive, it's like, all right, I guess you didn't want me to interact with your it's story. Like to, it's it's why it's like, why Pathologic and Disco Elysium are so good because like in Disco Elysium, you can't just magically solve all your problems in an instant because you're just like so protagonisty and like. In Pathologic, when you have to, like, give somebody resources for some reason, you're like, oh, do I want to give those up? Oh, fuck, what if I need those? Whereas every other game ever, it's like, please, my entire family, our entire lineage is at stake, and we're all suffering for the whatever the fuck reason. And it's like, oh, man, I... I I guess I can help if I really want to. It's a whole hundred credits, though, and I have 300,000. It's like, what the? Like, like adventuring is apparently like the Jeff Bezos job where you're like a fucking billionaire and the entire economy yeah. makes no sense immediately. And I'm not even talking about games where you can craft like Skyrim, but just like like Bioware games where you just do the relatively shallow number of missions and there's no other shit you can do to like manipulate money. And you still have an impossible amount of money. And whenever any NPC brings up money, it's like, that's the scale he people are on outside that, of me. I think that's a, I don't understand. I think that's a mistake. Weird. Of, like that's a mistake of the game developer. Of uh, obviously, it's a mistake. I think. But and it's like genre wide. It's, it's just a number of a matter yeah. of numbers. It's a matter it's of numbers. Every game though. except but, Pathologic, where because imagine, like, oh, but like, fuck. imagine in, in Mass Effect, I need that instead loaf of the of weapons, bread. it'll make me live for ten more minutes. <laughs> Because imagine in, in Mass Effect, if the weapons, instead of costing 90,000 that you're you're going to spend the whole playthrough to collect, they cost like a thousand. On every playthrough of Mass Effect 1, I hit the cap on money. <laughs> and also you never bought any yeah. items, which is, uh, maybe you did actually. I didn't, I don't buy items in it RPGs. Just, it, just, I, it just completely caps, you run out of number. <laughs> it caps out. <laughs> I'm like, why? Know, this game's not even yeah. long. We don't have the technology. It's, the first game's it's really weird, like short. I, one of like the first people you meet in New Vegas is like an ex scavenger, and he's like, "Oh, it wasn't a very lucrative career or whatever." But like less than twenty four hours of me being yeah. out in the wasteland, I already have like quadruple the money he's ever seen in his life. I have like an yeah. arsenal, like a literal arsenal of weapons, and it's like I don't know what you did, but you <laughs> fucking sucked at this. Like I haven't even I don't I don't even remember who I am, and I somehow managed to amass more weapons than the average military that's <laughs> because like, one, of the, what, one of the funniest things about my happening? fallout one playthrough is that i'm low strength so i can only hold like four items <laughs> yeah that was a decision <laughs> i got Jesus. metal armor and that metal armor is like 50 percent of my carry load <laughs> yep 
I strength strength is like the only thing I put strength and like perception are the only important skills. It's so fucking funny. Like I, I need to be able to hold stuff and shoot stuff, and that's it. Nothing else but matters. In Fallout, like what, the the shooting is dependent on perception. That's for your to hit chance. But uh, agility is also very important because that's for your action points or for your speed. speed the I don't need action points or speed. Yeah, because you can't for? shoot. Like for example, if you have uh, nine action points and you use three action points to shoot, you can shoot three times in a turn. If you have eight action points, you can only shoot twice. And if you have four, you can only shoot once. You know what I mean, right? Oh, you're talking about like OG Fallout. Yeah, yeah, turn based. Oh, okay. I'm it's sorry. really I was, difficult. I was, of like, I was like, the 3D one, oh, I can the 3D just, one it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't I matter. Just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I rarely use VATS. VATS is like I, a thing I forget exists half the time because it's like, why? I can just headshot anything with yeah. any gun. It's just poop, 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 done. All right, bye. Like, <laughs> but Jesus, it's, we are, it's we are so over time that I'm genuinely considering, like, should I make this two episodes? <laughs> should I find a split point? Oh god! You can make one split between RPGs and we're coming up on three uh, and a half hours. Let's, let's oh, cut it here. Basting. Let's so cut it here, and, and it's stop. just one. Let's cut it Andrew here. And he's just let us dog pee everywhere. Go shadow. Go just, pee. Unless he just quietly <laughs> left while we were talking about Fallout, it's entirely possible. <laughs> he was silent no, for like an hour. <laughs> I should have probably taken him out if I no, knew no, that go. was going to yeah. be a conversation. Go 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 go! All right, see you guys next time. Send your questions. Dialogue choices podcast at gmail.com maybe i'll even answer them next episode we promise have, the email's real i would have it is, is real, if yeah. you t if you spell it correctly <laughs> yes if you everybody if you spelled, spelled the way the show was getting... spelled if you yeah there might <laughs> who knows yeah. i mean does, does, email, does email give you an error message if you, if the it address does, doesn't does. exist at all yeah <laughs> it, does. it does okay well uh see you guys uh, next you get, time you get... okay bye goodbye